Warning, listener discretion is advised. The following episode contains information and description of children being murdered. Please take care and consider this before proceeding with the episode. Hello and welcome to the Mysterious Pals show. My name is Chris. And thank you for being here today. But Berber, is it cold outside? But my co-host Jordan got me so warm on the inside. <laughs> his dad called him the worst jingle bell once. <laughs> the worst jingle bell. But I'm still glad bad, he's here. That was a bad Christmas. A bad I'm still Christmas. glad he's here. Jordan, welcome to the show. Hello, Chris. Hello. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Every week, it's just a joy. Nice and warm in this basement this time of year. It's good. It's good. Well, technically, <laughs> this 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 side of the basement's not really. There's no. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a long story. But anyway, thank you for being here. We are going to talk about something mysterious today. Oddly enough, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Right, Jordan. What do you got for us? Thank what? you for being here. Well, thanks for having me, Chris. Today is a little teaser. We're doing something. Let me give you a couple things here. Dealing with police corruption. Okay. A missing person, an imposter, and a serial killer. All right. A whole for me. Christmas miracle here we got for us today. <laughs> yeah. Happy holidays. Enjoy your loved ones while you can. So today's mystery is what happened to Walter Collins. What have happened ever, to Walter Collins? Have you heard of Walter Collins? I've never heard of Walter Collins. All right. So seems like a very generic name. Yeah. Yeah. So they did, they did a movie. Oh, Wally C. <laughs> Wally C. They did a movie about this, I don't know, like 15 years ago. Really? Yeah. Uh, I never watched it. Clint Eastwood directed it. He's done some really good movies. Was it Al Torino? Was that the one? No. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, he's yeah. done some really good movies. Some Not so much. I haven't seen this one. Uh, but Walter Collins is a nine-year-old boy who went missing in March of 1928. 1928? 1928. So this is like In a- Los Angeles, California. 28. So, yeah, I'd imagine a lot of people went missing in 19, like in the 1900, like early 1900s. So, <laughs> but this is kind of like, like we talked about this before. People just like, oh, that guy just moved. That family just moved. Right. Yeah. Like, right, yeah, people sure. just go missing sure. all the time. It's not like they're sure. tracking them. Like, yeah. Right. Yes. Even before that, I mean, it was even worse. But like, so when you, I don't know if you're like familiar uh, with like noir, like yes. detective like okay. stories. So yeah, yeah. Like, this is kind of like around that time. A lot of what we're talking about deals with that kind of like storytelling. Okay. And you're specifically talking about like that when you say noir, you mean like everything's color black and white kind of? Yeah. Because noir is black, yes. I never, I wasn't alive in the 1900s. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think people just saw no color? Like it (laughs) seems. You know where I was going with that. I think there's a throwaway. I wasn't alive in the 1900s, but (laughs) you were. You're born, you know. Oh, in the yeah. 1900s. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was going more of like <laughs> early 1900s, yeah, like right, twentieth right. century kind of, you know. <laughs> I'm not privy to the goings on in the sure. 1900s. Yeah. Was it all black and white? Mm, no. Okay. But that that's interesting though. Like people who didn't weren't around that time, like you ought to make you think yeah, kind of that way, right? Yeah, obviously. It's, it's based it's on weird. movies and stuff like that, but like you see pictures, it's all black and white. Yeah. Right. I've yeah. had I've had kids ask me like, 
why were why were there no colors in the pictures? I'm like, because it's did they not? They didn't invent color yet, man. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. <laughs> there was no techno color. The, yet, yeah, they didn't. They didn't invent color. Wasn't invented till like the '60s. Although they did it in uh, Wizard of Oz, that was like the '30s. I don't know how they pulled that off. I thought they went back and recolored it. Is that what they did? No. Look it up. All right. I don't know. Just look up what was the original Wizard of Oz computer <laughs> wizard of Oz. Who who was the person who played? Was it what the heck was her name? Oh, um, Alice. Oh my no. gosh, no. Wendy. <laughs> Dorothy. Dorothy. <laughs> That's what it was. Dorothy. Dorothy in Wonderland. What was the name Dorothy of Dorothy in Wonderland. Um, this is terrible. I know she's Liza Minnelli's mother. My mom's, what? My mom's probably watching this and like, Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Judy Garland, yeah. Uh, Judy Garland. She was, was she, in any, was she only famous because of that or was she like pretty well known? I mean. Judy Garland? And I guess like in the night, with that time when the movie was made. Maybe it came out like 30s. Really? Yeah. Okay, so. The first iteration of the movie was shot entirely in black and white. The much more famous 1939 ad- adaptation, most shot in Technicolor. Okay. Was certain sequences. So they invented it in 1938. Brownish black and white. They invented color in 1939. There, you heard it here, kids. <laughs> 1939. Color came around. Judy Garland. Judy Garland, yeah. I remember uh, there was a... Was that the girl, the lady who had her shirt blown up or dress blown up on the subway? That was Marilyn Monroe. Much, much, much later. Well, 50s, 60s, maybe when it happened. I don't know. Couldn't care less, but... <laughs> Couldn't care less. Judy Garland. But I remember, like, speaking of Wizard of Oz, that whole thing, I remember if you, like, so you know, like, the MGM movies is that, like, line that, like, roars at the beginning of some of these movies. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Um, we should have a line roar. If you could... There apparently you could... If you synced up the dark side of the moon by Pink Floyd, you were hearing about that? Yeah. Which is crazy because like that was before the internet. But like yeah. that was a known thing. Like people were like, oh yeah, people just knew that and it got around. But like, yeah, I wonder where before that came the internet. From. Isn't that weird though? Like they just that information just kind of traveled. I mean, you gotta remember like the internet was around in the sixties, the ARPANET. And it really wasn't until I think like the eighties, seventies or eighties, whenever the HTTP protocol came around where they started like that was whenever uh, they got together. Um, oh, I can't remember his name. Skynet. No, they got together. I think that was the guy with the robots. They got <laughs> together and like they were basically they started uh, a protocol within the the networking of so they can the people with different universities can share information so they can research. Al Gore. He can he invented the internet. Remember that? He said that. Who? Al Gore. <laughs> Is this the guy that landed on the moon? Yes. <laughs> it's Al Gore. And he invented the Three Musketeers. Yeah, so Timothy Berners-Lee, that's what I was thinking of. Okay. He was part of the group that invented, Mosaic was one of the first web, um, yeah, but no, Internet Explorer was a web view, browser. Web browser. Mosaic yeah, was yeah. the first web browser. And I think it was- That was in the 80s? I want to say 87, maybe it was 97. It was the first web browser commercially available, but- I think in the 80s or 70s is whenever Timothy Berners-Lee and that group got together to make that make protocol. The no, the ARPANET was around before. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah. ARPANET was what they were using in the Cold War. Oh, right, right. So if, okay, okay. if hmm. California got nuked, 
They can send a message to everybody and be like, we got nukes to launch our nukes. Like that's the whole basic behind it. They can oh, send us right. having a call. And actually there was a lot of like phone. Uh, there was actually Bell Atlantic, like um, different phone companies had these like bef- before the ARPANET came like around, mm. they had like uh, these buildings that were like underground. They're like safe from blasts and stuff. They yeah. were basically just a bunch of switchboards of people sitting there like uh, that would be. So if they, we did get nuked, they could still call people. Yeah. But then. Were those in like the bunkers? Because I know like throughout the United States, there's, there's like bunkers are like for like for the president to go to, the vice president to go to. It's something like that. There's like, I think there was a, some documentaries about these like buildings that were basically like the phone company, but it was like a special branch of it, I think is how it went. And like, they were just like, your only job is to be available to do the switching before we had automatic switching, which yeah. is, you know, take this wire and plug in this wire. Right. And then. Automatic switching came around, electric switches, and then ARPANET and that whole thing came around where they could say, we're being bombed, and then everybody knew at the same time, basically right. messaging. It. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So it was just, and then and then some jackasses went around and made Facebook and... <laughs> <laughs> Ruined it. Uh, Ruined X the internet. and temp Twitter, and and it got even better because... <laughs> it got better. <laughs> things got real weird on the internet. I, I'm going to bring this up because it's really interesting to me. Just technology in general, obviously. I've talked about this before. But I had someone, and I got an, not an argument, but a uh, discussion about, and it was during my dissertation work, uh, about how how kids work today, which mm-hmm. is an education. Yeah. And this, this person said, I think it's ridiculous the way information is available today because whenever I was doing research for my undergraduate work, I had to go, and this is an older person, had to go into the into the library and look in Dewey and, Decimal. and find yeah, find yeah. the book and go was... to the So you went to the to the card catalog. You you looked to the topic you wanted. Mm-hmm. It told you to go to a certain area. Yeah. You got a book, you opened up the index. The internet is an index. Right. And I compared like, this is how you basically Googled it. Yeah. Without Google. It's, and like, yeah, yeah. And so, like, she was like, like, oh. <laughs> it's, like, it's just a faster way of doing that. Yeah. It's more openly available. Much faster way of doing but, it. But, as we found out, you can also put a lot of non information in there that <laughs> people don't really need <laughs> yeah. to know or shouldn't know. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's uh, the principle or the, like, the idea of it is amazing. Just like, you know, the open availability of information. Yes. But, like, humans do with everything, they ruin it. Yeah. yeah. In any case, we're going to talk about a murdered child. <laughs> Possibly murdered child. So again, but Judy Garland, what a, what a goddess. <laughs> Color. Technicolor. Technicolor. Yeah. So again, Walter Collins went missing March 1928 in Los, from Los Angeles, California. Okay. Give a little background what's going on. At least in the regards of the United States, what's happening in 1928. We were in the Roaring Twenties. Nice. There's like mass consumerism. Love big, mass consumerism. Yeah, big economic growth since World War One. People are buying automobiles. There's a big migration from people li- moving from like, or moving into the cities, like an urban migration. But this is also very close to like the stock market crash, which is the beginning of the Great Depression. Prohibition's going on right now. That all started because like there's a big movement where people are like, if you drink alcohol, it's going to ruin the family unit. Uh, it's, it, people like this is, and they were right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, but that ended up happening. What ended up happening was, is 
crime rose, like bootlegging, uh, gangs formed. People like Al Capone became about like rose to power because of stuff like this. But in regards to LA specifically during the twenties, the Los Angeles police department was very, very corrupt. Stock car racing that came around too. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Stock car racing. Yeah. Cause, cool. cause the bootleggers. Yeah. yeah. But in LA, like the police force was known to be corrupt. Like it was well-documented. The general public knew it. Newspapers knew it. They were also taking bribes from a lot of these mafia people. Though again, this was happening in LA, which is where this boy, Walter Collins disappeared. Also, the police are very much well known for brutality. Their police chief was called like Two Guns Davis, kind of like a shoot, shoot first, ask the questions later kind of guy. This is much like you. <laughs> yeah. You want to carry my Two my, Guns Joey? <laughs> two Guns Joey. Yeah. So on March 10th, oh, okay, I'm going to go back a little bit here. So Walter and his mother, Christine, were living in a middle class neighborhood in LA. Her husband, Walter Sr., also Walter, Walter's father what's middle class in 1920s you think mm, like, is that like kind of like comfortable life comfortable enough yeah one car you know stay-at-home mom that type of thing so we'll go into this a little bit a little bit later as far as what women were doing this time or what they were allowed to do but like there was during this time an elevation in what women were able to do as far as working like it was kind of more socially acceptable at least in urban areas so she was working so she was able to support uh, Walter on her, on her own, but her husband was in jail. I've seen multiple things either that was using there for robbery or for bootlegging or, or working at like a speakeasy. It was just her, Christine and her son, Walter. March 10th, 1928, Walter asked his mom for some money to go see a movie. He gives him a dime, go see a movie. Was there a sound in those movies yet? The talkies? Oh, what do you think about that? I imagine it's like Charlie Chaplin kind of stuff. Okay. Other sounds, so probably, no, probably not talking. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't know when sound came around. I figured. But she gave him a dime and I wonder like what that equivalent would be today. Five bucks, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Still couldn't get into a movie. But she, this, she's like, yeah, go see the movie on your own. How old was he? Nine. Nine-year-old boy. Yeah, I'm a, like, I didn't see anything. It seemed like he just went on his own. No friends or anything like that. But. These might have been slipper times. People weren't necessarily been like, you know, people weren't really locking their doors or like, again, this is LA. So I I mean, I don't know. I, again, I, what the internet did was make us all aware of everything that goes on. There's still stuff still went on. Oh yeah, of course. People were still getting murdered and getting, you know, police brutality, but now we can see it and know about it. It's much more more in our face. We can actually see it. Which is good and bad, but it's also good because we know that the world is actually messed up. Yeah. It was always messed up. In most cases, a lot yeah, more. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yes. So time goes by. She realizes her son, son hasn't come home yet after seeing the movie. I, I want to kind of curious what movie is supposed to be, but I couldn't, didn't say anything about this. So she quickly, like within hours, like files a missing child report. The police, uh, they started a citywide investigation searching for Walter. So they're under scrutiny. The police department's under scrutiny at this time. Like, like I said, like the general public thinks they're corrupt, incapable, inept. Newspapers are writing things saying that they're not really like solving cases, which goes back to them being corrupt. Maybe they're like being paid off, which a lot of times they were by like a lot of these local mobs. Also during this time, several children in the LA area have gone missing. Now LA is big. Obviously it's huge now, but even back then it was pretty dang big. A lot of, there's, there's been reports of missing children already. Is it just general missing? Like 
Like young children, just like were they just gone? No, I know. Were were they ever, those any endings of those stories? Were they ever found? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. We'll Great. go into that. Can't wait. <laughs> so they're, they're they're feeling pressure to like the police force. Like, all right, we gotta like preserve our image, not preserve, but like make our image better. We should arrest someone and like make make some some kind of like conclusion or like see this through. Walter's father, who's like I mentioned, was in prison. He believes his son was abducted by some people he might have like in the past, uh, Reven- like revenged. Yeah, thank you. Revenge, revenge type of thing. Yeah, for out of retaliation or something like that. So they're doing this big investigation. They're going door to door. Apparently, neighbors of the Collins came to have seen Walter in a backseat of a car at a gas station, trying to get out. Another claimed to have seen a man and a woman asking for Walter's address. Like asking them for like Walter's address, man and a woman. Okay, but nothing happens. Wait, so someone was this kid, mm-hmm. March tenth, March tenth, and people. All these reports come in of them see like so. Yeah, kid. police are doing investigations. They're like search. I think they live in the neighborhood called like Lincoln Heights. They're searching all around there. They even go to like a lake or a pond that's in that area to like see if they could find a body. This is going on for a while. It takes five months for something like to happen. So they, they said someone. Yeah. They said someone at a gas station. Asking him about his address. Someone they said someone, they saw someone at a gas station. They claim they saw Walter in a car, backseat of a car, like out under newspapers. And someone else said that they saw a man and a woman asking for Walter's address. Okay. They're asking him for his address. I couldn't tell if it was asking him or asking them personally for Walter's address. Like neighbors, these are apparently these are neighbors of where Christine and Walter were living. Like, okay. hey, went to their house. Like, do you have Walter's address? Oh, okay. But nothing concludes happens for days, weeks, and even months until August fourth, nineteen twenty-eight. Five months later, a boy claiming to be Walter Collins is found in DeKalb, Illinois. We're talking Los Angeles to the Colorado, Illinois. I looked this up. It's 1,954 miles away. This, this boy, Walter Collins, is found. Five months later. Five months later. No, that's a long distance, but a boy, like anyone could get that, that distance right. in five months for sure. Yeah, especially automobiles, like yeah. our thing, right? Sure. Wait, this is 1928, though. Automobiles are your thing, yeah. But like highways weren't yeah. what they are now. Yeah. How is this going to come in until yeah. like 50s, 60s? Yeah. Under like Eisenhower. But again, you could. And you trains, can get there, Trains right? are a thing. Yeah. You yeah. can still drive. It's all just take a while. But five months, you can do that trip. Yeah. A little boy, though, nine years old, like, that's kind of odd. Because you're just hitchhiking and like. Right. But when someone at some point be like, someone nine something. years old, you need or, to be at home. They're ordering reports of yeah. this. What are you doing? Why, you know, why are you hitchhiking? You ever have those like thoughts when you're nine years, like eight, nine, 10 years old. I'm sure, you know, I was out, I was always out running around and in the trouble. We were like going home. Yeah. Yeah. Going home. But there's outside. nothing else to do yeah. when I was growing up. I mean, I don't know. Nintendo came around at some point, but like, yeah. Yeah. I remember that's the thing. I remember having the internet. I remember like we had a family computer that we had like, to share, but I like also before I remember having, we had a, a there was Nintendo. nothing to do on the internet then. There was yeah. like seven websites. Yeah. Yeah. There was like encyclopedia and Carta that I like used just to watch like random videos. But even before that, I remember having a Nintendo 
and even an Atari, but like I'd play that for a little bit, but I'd still go outside. It's boring, yeah. You get bored with that yeah. for like 20 minutes. Well, it's kind of weird. Like you and I are on that like cusp of like knowing what it's like before, knowing what it's like after that stuff. Whereas yeah. kids are like, they don't know the difference now. Yeah. I mean, there's kids, you know. They still go out and play. I mean, for the most it's part. Just, it's imagine. just a little different. Yeah. yeah. But I do remember going out and cutting in trouble. And I remember those times when you think, you know, you read this, the book, Boxcar Children. <laughs> or yeah. like, I remember reading those. What's that book even about? What was that series about? Kids living in a boxcar? Yeah, they're, they're, what was that teaching us? They were doing like, uh, yeah. Well, I, they were I, solving crimes. Yeah. But I, I also can't remember why were they living in a boxcar. Or why were they called the boxcar kids? There's like the Babysitter's Club, Boxcar Children. Yeah, the Babysitter's, like the kids of the Babysitter's Club, they had parents. But what were the kids doing living in a boxcar? We got to do We got to have a whole podcast. Deep dive into that. That's a mystery. But we just read those stupid ass <laughs> books and talk about them. Read them out loud. <laughs> yeah. Now that's copyright. We can't do Oh, that. Right, right, right. But we can read them and be like, what the hell? Anyway, yeah, so anyway, you always have those like there's there was a tons of those books back then. Right. And even movies about like running away from your parents. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever have that like that vision or like everything like just leave? Oh, yeah, for sure. We sang on the car train. I don't know if you did this. We hung on the train tracks a lot growing yeah. up because there was like, I mean, nothing else much going on. But we, you know, walk on the train tracks, build bike jumps somewhere in the woods, yeah. build forts. Yep. You know, that type of thing. Find garbage. <laughs> throw it off a bridge or something. You know, we did all. Yeah, we, um, uh, one, one place we lived, we had a creek by us. So we used to, like, walk that to see how far we can get and how deep it got. That was always really cool. Yeah. There, there like, was. Man, well, we could build a boat and just, like, sail away from this place. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you ever think, like, there's kids that actually did that. Yeah. And they oh, just yeah, like, sure. I'm just going to leave. Yeah. That's crazy. Being a runaway, living in a boxcar. Yeah. I'm glad you bring that up. I want to find a boxcar. Where do you even find? Where does one find a boxcar that you can live in that no one's like, "Hey man, a get out of my boxcar." Real yard, yeah, but, but like, like they use those. Yeah, they, so like, these kids are just living in this thing, hoping it doesn't shake into the next. Is it giant take them to the next boxcar? City? Do they push it off? I guess if you push get enough kids, yeah, how are they bathing? Or like, how are they eating? I mean, are they just like that's they, a dream, they're hobos. right? They're hobos. That's a dream is not to bathe when you're that age. Yeah. Like, I don't want to bathe. Yeah, I don't want to brush my stupid. teeth. Yeah. yeah. And then you like watch, you ever watch a Dennis the Menace movie, the live action one? Yeah. With that like weird hobo guy he like messes with, he gets the beans. <laughs> what was in that, like, why was it a st- thing that like all hobos, was there like a, was there like a king hobo that had like the stick with the little pouch tied on? Why do they always have a stick with a pouch? Why do they just carry the pouch? Why do they have it on the end of a stick? I don't know. I'm really bouncing on things today, but. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's a long stick and they always tie like I was alive in the eighteen hundreds, but yeah. Like it seems like such a pain to like tie that stick up. Cause then you gotta carry it. Like why the hell are you carrying it away? I, mean, up there? E- I guess maybe it's easier to carry. Other hobos come and grab it off you. That's true, yeah. We could use it as a weapon. Yeah, but then you're just beating them with all your stuff and your but it, beans. It, it are could also be out. like a walking stick if you need it as a walking Again, stick, then, I imagine. Yeah. Then you're just dragging your beans on the ground and with all your possessions. Your beans. <laughs> I don't know what you have in there. Remember the time we went camping and we cooked our soup like in the can? We found that you could just cook it yeah, in the can. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. We were almost We were halfway there. <laughs> we just needed a stick and a, a satchel. Yeah, I don't have a bandana to use. To... All right. I'm Walter glad, Collins, glad you, Idaho. Where was yeah. he at? <laughs> Illinois. Okay. August 4th, 1928. A boy claiming to be Walter Collins is found in Illinois, 1,954 miles away from Los Angeles. Okay. So you would imagine like 
this gets word, word gets back to Christina's mother. She's ecstatic, you know, as any mother would be. It's been five months since she's seen her son. And I can only imagine, like, if I had a kid, it like just disappeared, like, not hearing anything for five months would be terrifying. At five months, you'd probably give up. You'd be, you'd be, so, you'd never really give up, but you're, yeah, I mean, you you're are, like, because isn't so the, used that whole not. like 48 hours thing, like, they, this statistic now is like after 40 hours, like the, the, the likelihood of it just decreases. And even like, finding, I think that's also like relating to like clues. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, five months later, she's like, oh, crap, my, my son's alive. Like, this is insane. So photos of the boy were taken by local police and letters written by the boy were sent to both pictures and letters are sent to Christine. She's the, she's the picture. She's like, hey, this, I don't know, kind of looks like him. Like, it resembles my son. She kind of has her doubts. You're probably at that, like, any to take anything at this point. Like, sure, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's him. Yeah. Like, like oh, the, I got the, yeah, the kind of looks like my son. It has to be my son. You know, it's been five months, of, you know, since I've seen him. And I was like, maybe pictures weren't that great back then, but I, like, I, look, I found some pictures online. Again, they could have been enhanced, like, with today's technology, but they look pretty... I mean, also clear like, enough that you'd how be long like, does it take to get developed? Are they like sending these in the mail? So six weeks later, she's like, "Oh, it is my kid." Like, <laughs> or she just jumping in a car and going? No, it, it it took a while, but like what ends up happening is so the like the word gets back to the LA Police Department. And like, okay, so what happens is like the 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 police in DeKalb, Illinois, they get the boy. I think the police chief um, she takes the boy home with her as all this stuff is unraveling. She contacts the LA Police Department. LA Police Department is like perfect. We really didn't do anything, but we solved it. We solved. Yeah. We got them. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. guys. <laughs> so they put on this kind of like media spectacle because at this time, like people are very just like, "Where's this kid?" You know. So they put on this spectacle where like they put they put Walter in quotation marks on a train and they have like this media out like press conference where they like, take pictures. The boys get on the train, get pictures of this boy reuniting with his mother. We solve the case. We save our face. People will love us again. People will trust us again. So they put the boy on the train. As soon as, she, as soon as Walter gets off the train, Christine's like, that's not my boy. Do you think it's like a, what's that theory, like a blind spot? Like it's like she doesn't remember him. So it's like, I mean, mm, five months, yeah, but a it's nine-year-old. Like, like it's, it's also the boy's mother. Like, Yeah. It's not like it hasn't, been, right. it hasn't been five years. Right. Five months. Okay. But, I mean, you don't know. Like, you know, this happened recently. Like, I mean, it still happens to this day. It's like some girl went missing like a year or two ago and she just walked into a police station and like, I think she like went lost from like Texas and she walked into a police station in, like, I want to say like Idaho or some, somewhere mm-hmm. up north, Dakota or some North Dakota or like Chicago and was like, hey, I'm that girl. Stop looking for me. Cause she was like, she's like 16 or 17 now. Okay. And she went missing when she was 15 or something. And her mother was like, what the heck? You're, you're alive. Like she was missing. And then she just walked. I have to look up the story of the girl. The way she, she just walked on the police station. And was like, I'm here. I'm this, I'm this girl you've been looking for. Stop looking for me. Did she run away from I, home? I guess she had, I, I guess she staged it to look like she was got oh, abducted or geez, no one really knew man. what happened to her. She just disappeared. She left like her phone and everything at her house. So people thought that she disappeared, like was abducted. I've looked Stop it up. Stop looking for me. <laughs> yeah, I have to look it up because like, it was like in the summer this was happening. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Dang. Um, yeah, the boy gets off the train. 
Like this is not my son. She goes up to police captain JJ Jones, who's uh, keep in mind he's uh, he's under this captain is under this police chief that's kind of like known for being like this police force is known for being brutal, like kind of shoot shoot first, ask questions later kind of thing, like pretty hostile. They shoot the boy and they're like, <laughs> yeah. we don't, oh, was that not your son? Sorry. <laughs> Old two guns got him. <laughs> so he's kind of. This is what he says. Apparently, he's quoted like when this goes to court for uh, ends up going to court. Apparently, he's quoted as saying, "Just try the boy out. Just try him out." Yeah, I just see. I, for some reason, I just see this guy being like this, like you know. Oh God, lady, just leave me alone. It's it's yeah, a boy. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got you a boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wanted a boy. Here you go, doll face. Come you on, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just get out of here, toots. dismissive. Get out of here. <laughs> just try the boy. You made out. me a sandwich, and yeah, yeah. That's exactly. So it sounds like the time. this boy prior to this homecoming and even when he was like found and picked up, like he was being very vague, wasn't saying a lot, wasn't getting more details. He's overall just being like very quiet. Are we going to talk about the other kids that are missing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, but the police are certain or they're just saying like it's him just for the safe face that perhaps he was. Don't kidding. listen to the mother. It's him. Yeah. Well, what, Trust what, us. what would the mother know? Uh, we would never lie to you. This lady doesn't know what she's talking about. She's a woman. <laughs> well, yeah. 1920s. It's a woman. You know, come yeah. on. We're men. Uh, we'll go into that, too. Um, Please, like, weird being facetious. That's not. No, but, like, this like this is what's basically right, happening. Like, I know. We're saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we're mocking yes, them. Yes, We're not. Yeah, we're not. Saying that's true. Line with that. Yeah. Um, but even, like, experts are saying, like, maybe he was kidnapped. If he was kidnapped, he went through some kind of trauma so he, of course he's gonna be quiet like why like if he experienced something like this his his demeanor might change so christine the boy's mom agrees to take him home try him out yeah Trial she's run. trying him out uh surprisingly their family dog tiny runs up to the boy starts licking him almost as if he recognizes that like this is walter like the family dog recognizes boy like oh it must so people are like this goes in newspapers so i was able to find one of the newspapers but again experts are saying there's a clear sign that like this boy must be walter if this family dog is being this friendly towards him and like this accepting of him as soon as he walks in apparently that might not have been the case with the dog with around strangers right who knows love dogs i have, yeah. I have dogs in my life they're dipshits so <laughs> But again, like, so they're saying, they're publicly saying Christine's wrong. Again, why would... Yeah, the why, dog why, like yeah, What would a yeah, mother know? Exactly, yeah. So three weeks later, she sticks, she sticks around this boy for three weeks. September 1928. She's like, again, this is not my boy. She gets signed statements from, like, neighbors and friends of the family, people that know Walter. So other humans, not the dog. Beings, yeah. <laughs> people the dog who, signed uh, off said it was. People who have, like, you know, brains, bigger yeah. brains, and actually, like, talk. But your honor, the dog said it was him. He licked him in the face. He licked him right in the face. Dogs don't do that to everybody. Yeah. Uh, she got statements from friends and neighbors and had the boy, Walter's dental records to show this was not Walter. And this is before DNA, so as long as they could do yeah. DNA. Yeah, right, yes, yes. She takes us to the police department. You're like, hey, this is not my son. I have statements. I'm telling you, the mother is telling you this is not it's my like son. It's like a lady trying Dental to records. return pants that don't fit her. She's like, no, I swear I don't fit any. Please take these back. So we, wait, so when she did this, how do you, what do you think the police did? When she, okay, she so shows this up, is 1920. 1928. This is a woman saying this is not my. Trying first. to prove something. Yeah. They said, 
ma'am, I don't got time for this. <laughs> I, I would imagine they didn't agree with her. Or they didn't no, believe her. Not at all. Okay. No, they did not agree with her. They accused her of overreacting. Of course. They accused her of trying to make the police department look bad. Nice. And of being a terrible mother. They really threw the book at her. They were just like, old two guns was like, hey, lady. So not only that. The only thing that was missing was like, why do you have shoes on? Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the only thing. What are you doing outside the house? Yeah. Who let you out here? No, they did that. But they used, did something called a code 12. Did they lock her up? Where they were allowed to have her place in the institution for being difficult. That was a thing? Yeah. Can code 12, no. No. Sure, I can't apparently, call the police to be like, my wife like, is being code 12. Like, while she was in there very shortly after, like, Reason, but like in a small time frame, I can't remember the year of it, but like they're like, Yeah, we can't, police can't, department can't do that anymore. Because the code 12 is just for being a nuisance to the police department, they could put through an institution. Could you imagine if, like, my wife, you know, just makes me mad one day, like, I'm gonna code 12 you, you better get that's what they did in there, they were able to do that, but like, husbands were able to do that back then, and even though it's again, like, it's a roaring 20s, and like, they're so good now. <laughs> Even though it was like the roaring 20s, there was like the women's suffrage movement was successful because they got able to start voting. Love were able to enter the workforce. Uh, the flappers were like this. You remember like, like hearing about the flappers? I remember the dance. Is that they had like the dance. Like they were like, a dress. Yeah, I think it's part of like the, their dresses, like the what they wore. But like it's very was this like, like a group that rode around like a motorcycle. Like <laughs> what is the flappers? I heard the flat like flapper girl like the pe- like it was like a dance movement or something. Is is like an overall like social movement, a cultural movement in regards to women. Like they were like the way they dressed. They, they they're supposed to be like this much more independent lifestyle. They call them the flappers. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head why that's the case. Was Louis Armstrong around this time? Yes, like this is like jazz movement. Like oh, is it Louis Armstrong. Yeah. So like yeah, jazz is big and like so like when you. you Again, like in the urban world, like this was also acceptable, but outside of like the cities, like like it was still much more traditional. Like Wilmer's would still be in the kitchen. Jazz was seen as like this terrible music that was like the devil's was, music. Yeah. yeah. So like even though like there is this prog- like progressiveness in regards to like how women are treated, it's still not great. There is progression throughout this decade, but it's still not where they ideally women would want to be. You know. They're still expected for the most part to be housewives. Uh, there were work opportunities, but not much variety. So again, you know, like like during World War One, they were allowed to work in factories, just like during World War Two. Then after World War One, just like after World War Two, like they're kind of expected to go back, to like what the status quo was before that. Uh, but anytime they acted out societal norms, like things like this happen, like their husbands, like, come on, you're acting a little crazy today. Let me take your pills. I want to send you to the like send you the loony bin. Yeah, and that's that like legit happened. So like that's the reason why I bring all this stuff up is because that's exactly what they did. They, they locked her up. They're like painting a picture yeah, of society. Like, like you understand your emotions, so you're you're hysterical. We're gonna lock you up. Yeah, hysterical about your kid yeah, yeah, who's still yeah, missing, right. and you want him to yeah. be actually found. <laughs> yeah. You didn't just go out and some cop didn't go to Illinois and abduct another kid and bring it back to the. <laughs> if you don't say you're this kid, I'm gonna hurry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's in there for 10 days. Where's the kid? Uh, Walter too. Where's he at? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. So I think, well, the police, the police kept like interrogating, like they locked him up. So they kept like, like asking on. him questions. 
I know there's a pastor in LA got very involved with getting her out because this came very publicized what was going on. So she gets locked up for 10 days. She gets released because. What do you, what, okay, I'm going to ask you this. Why do you think they released her after 10 days? I'm going to say one of the cops is like, lady, I can't stand listening to you anymore. Stop <laughs> complaining. I don't, we I don't get know. it. It's not your son. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> For the love of God, get rid of her. I, I honestly, I've, I, the kid was found. Walter number one. Mm. So after 10 days, she's locked up. The boy claiming to be Walter, the police believe was Walter or just said he was, came forward saying that he was not in fact Walter. Or they took cops told him to say that so they can get rid of this crazy lady. <laughs> Uh, he says his name is Arthur Hutchins Jr. He's 11 or 12 years old. I keep seeing that varied. So again, this boy is two years older than Walter was. Oh. Because Walter was nine. And he's a runaway from Iowa. So this is like six months at this point? Six months at this point, yeah. He was found at five. That's six months, pretty much. So Walter went missing. Five months later, they find this kid in Iowa or Illinois. Illinois. He's from Iowa, but he's in okay. Illinois, yeah. They bring him back. His mom's like, this isn't him. He yep. finally says, okay, this isn't me. Yep. <laughs> they let the lady out of jail. Yep. So Arthur saw this as an opportunity to escape from his stepmother. He didn't like. He was in the stepmother's custody after his mother died. He was originally from Iowa. Yeah. Okay. And he ran away to Illinois. Ran away to Illinois. He saw this as an opportunity also, though, to get to Hollywood. Is this like Huck Finn? With Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Is this the second time we talk about Huck Finn? No. You ever watched that movie? Like back in the 90s? Like the 90s version with JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yeah, like it would have seen if it's JTT, you know? It was like young JTT. He's like right when he started becoming yeah. the it boy until he stopped growing. Huck Finn. It was like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Tom Sawyer was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the entire story. It was just Jonathan. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I saw that. We could do a watch party. <laughs> Weird 90s kids movies. This 11 or 12-year-old boy was totally taking advantage of the situation. He's just like, oh, I can get to Hollywood. Because he wanted to meet his idols and he wanted to become an actor. So this means that this story would have had to been front page news. Or something yes, like how yeah, a 12-year-old boy. So he knew he knew who Walter was just because it was national news at this okay. point. Yeah, sorry, I should have brought that up. It became like national news. Like, So he's like, oh, wait, I could be that boy. Why does Why does Walter become national news? And you said other kids are missing. Is this rhetorical? It can be rhetorical. Yeah. I think, I think it might be rhetorical. Yeah. There's like no answer to that. It's just this one caught on. I think this one caught reason. on. Like, I think a lot of times when this stuff catches on, at least nowadays, it's because it's a, you know, a white female. Oh, was this a blonde little boy with blue eyes? So I was like, boy, what are these other kids who are missing? And they were kind of along the same lines, but there was a few who were not. And I think that's like, oh, all right. Now yeah. there's like, everybody pays attention whenever it's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think that was 100% the case, but it could have been the case. But I'm not exactly 100% sure also why this is what's caught on. But I think the, the fact that it was national news that his mother was locked up or thinking this okay. boy, what, you know. So someone was pushing this news out there. Yeah, yeah. But he, obviously, this boy knew what was going on before he came to L.A. and his, you know, his cat, Christine, got locked up. But, yeah, it was national news. So he wanted to go to Hollywood and start an acting career this little boy so he took, totally took advantage of the situation I think what ended up happening to him was once this is found out he gets sent back to Iowa and has to do go to like a boarding school or something like that didn't really get that much like 
you're gonna tell that me much this, trouble. If you're gonna tell me this is how we got like Arthur Spooner. What was that guy's name? <laughs> Arthur Spooner. Yeah. Wait, Arthur Spooner. What's that from? King of Queens. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? The old guy. Yeah. Arthur. No. What's his like real name? Oh, uh, Jerry Stiller. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Was, this, yeah, yeah. was this young Jerry Stiller? <laughs> Frank and Beans. Yeah. So Christina's released uh, in time. Like this is later on. She ends up suing the city. But she only wins concerning just Jones, the captain, who's just like, just try it out. He's kind of like the front face of all this. Uh, she's awarded $10,000, $10,800, which a day's money, I think, would be like a couple hundred thousand, I'm guessing. But she ne- never ends up getting it. He just keeps ducking her. And Jones, the police officer again, that she sued, was only uh, suspended for four, four months. So corruption, LA, you know, they never paid her, never paid her. What's she going to do? Go to the judge and be like, they didn't pay me. Yeah. Well, you better pay her. Is it still happening? <laughs> so right around the same time that Arthur comes forward. So this is around September. A little over 40, 40 miles away in a town called Wineville in California still, which later changes name to Mira Loma. Changes name because of something that happens there. Uh, an unfortunate discovery occurred on a chicken farm. Sanford Clark, a 15-year-old boy, told authorities that his uncle, Gordon Northcott, had not only physically and sexually abused him, but also did the same to several other children. Furthermore, his uncle, Gordon, murdered these children. In some instances, Northcott forced Stanford, this boy, his, his nephew, he's 15, Take part in the murders along with Northcott's mother, Sarah Louise Northcott. This is 40 miles away. This is discovered right on the same time as all this is stuff that's going on with Walter, this imposter kid that comes along. A chicken farm, chicken ranch. This boy, 15, tells authorities, I've been in this horrible situation, not only me, but like I'm being forced to do kind of like partake and help my uncle do the same thing along with. My uncle's mother. Uncle's mother or his mother? The his, kid's mother. His uncle's mother. So they're all originally from Canada. And his grandmother. Uh, I think it's, yeah. Uh, or through marriage. Something, yeah, I think it's through marriage. So they're all originally from Canada. Canada. So, yeah. You can't have Canadians coming down here. You, this would happen. But they're Canadian. Why are they murdering know, people? Yeah. They don't do that. <laughs> they're too nice. So a little, little backstory. Clark joined his, uh, his uncle from Canada when uh, Northcott purchased a ranch. Out in Wineville. Between 1926 and 1928, Northcott abducted children and committed these set atrocities. Uh, when Stanford Clark's sister, this is the boy, the 15-year-old boy, came to visit one time from Canada, just to see what I was doing, because apparently he was sending letters, but they didn't sound like they were coming from him. It seemed off. Stanford told her what was going on. So she goes back home to Canada, alerts the police there, who then in turn alert the police in California. So the police show up at the farm, but Northcott sees them coming. He makes Stanford, his nephew, 15-year-old boy, like kind of delay the police while he runs away. Stall, yeah. Stall him, yeah. It goes on for like two hours. Stall police for two hours? <laughs> no idea. But he ends up, him and his mother end up getting backed up to Canada. Wait, what? Northcott, guys, that... They run away. They get, they get away, away to Canada. Yeah. Back up to Canada. So they get away from the police mm-hmm. because a 15 year old stalled the police. 
Something like that, yeah. Man. <laughs> what a simpler time. Yeah. So the police are like, okay. They get the full story. Like, Stanford, Clark tells us what's going on, what's been going on. So during the investigation, the police find human remains buried on Northcott property, including body parts hidden in the chicken coop. They're not full bodies. They're just like body parts. Uh, the remains are difficult to identify due to their state of decomposition. Apparently, Northcott used quicklime on them. Quicklime? Yeah. Which yeah. is calcium oxide. Uh, it's supposed to... Is it apparently, it's supposed to lower the acidity in soil and boost the calcium of crop growth. Okay. And they can That's also use quick... it probably to dissolve bodies. So, but as another use in murder, helps decompose a body and mask the smell. Apparently, like, Nazis use it for, like, mass graves. Yeah, so I think, um, what's his name? One of those famous serial killers, the the, the clown one that... Gacy. Yeah, I think Johnny he Gacy. did that. They found a bunch of that underneath his, because he dug underneath his floorboards. Oh, I think. Okay. And he would build like I know he did bury them underneath there, and I think I know he, he did put bury a bunch of that stuff in, Yeah, there. okay, that makes sense. Because he was like doing construction and stuff, so he got yeah. access to that stuff. I think again. I remember hearing about that dude when I growing up because I think it happened in, like where I grew up originally. There's always what? like, yeah, around like not like okay. the exact that area, place, that, but that, like that that's general city, city yeah. yeah. Oh. I think. Or maybe it was someone else. I don't know. Uncle Casey. <laughs> Uncle Casey. <laughs> Weirdly, yeah. I was at his house. It was no big deal. <laughs> he always gave me candy. So remember I said there was other children that were kind of missing the general uh, LA area. The investigators, investigators at the ranch were able to deduce that the bodies belonged to missing children. They also found a bloody axe that had hair, hair on it. As people, this gets back to like LA proper people are like oh maybe walter was there because the kids that went missing they ended up getting identified or kind of in la you know la's a big city even back then but like maybe this guy was in la area he's doing this for two years there's a man and a woman who supposedly asked for walter's address i don't know that makes me think maybe it might have been a revenge thing from like or they were going to drop them off and then they were like, nah, never mind. <laughs> so Gordon, like I said, Gordon and his mom, Sarah, fled to Canada, but eventually captured and extradited back to California. Gordon and Sarah admit to killing several children, but their story keeps changing about who these children are and how, how they went about doing it. But it is known that Gordon himself killed Lewis and Nelson Winslow, both 12 and 10. And possibly a boy named Alvin Gathea, but his body was headless. So they just had the, the body part, not the head part. Uh, Stanford, the boy, that the nephew, who was kind of forced to take, or taking some of this stuff, say that after seeing pictures of Walter, he agreed that Walter was one of the boys that was murdered at the farm. But again, this is speculative. As a 15-year-old boy saying, yeah, yeah he's seen Like, hey, have you seen this kid? Was he here? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah like, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he's just, a boy. I'm just yeah. tired of all this <laughs> I just, you know, I just you know, stalled you for two hours. I'm out right. of stuff to say. Yeah. Uh, but none of his remains are found there. That they know of. Yeah. But unlike the other two boys, Lewis and Winslow, there were no physical object that could be back, that could link back to them. Like, so Lewis and Nelson, they had like personal items on them that their family's like, oh, these are definitely my, my kids. But nothing of Walter's was found there. No physical evidence, no body parts or anything like that. This is what's weird. 
Both he was Gordon- still in the movie theater. <laughs> he just fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Both Gordon and Sarah admitted at different times verbally to murdering Walter. But when asked to write a statement, they both recanted. But again, like the fact that they like wavered on that's kind of odd. It seems like the cops are just saying, yeah, they said that. And then like when you actually look at the re- police reports, it's like, no, they didn't. But like, like it seems like just a mashup of information is incorrect. You know, it's always one of those. Yeah. Things. Well, they like verbally like, yeah, we did it. And then like when they came down to actually write down an actual statement, like admittance, they're just like, no, we didn't do that. Maybe they wanted to, they want to get punished for it. But they already knew they're getting punished. But they wanted people to know that they were tough. Yeah. Like, yeah, we did it. We're not going to admit to it. You coppers got to get it. But they already, they're already like, are being arrested for. Known have killed these other kids, yeah. so why not just like hey, I the Lord's like, dude, shut up, yeah. stop talking. No, yeah. don't write that down. Yeah. Like they already known it's known that they were like you know, or at least Gordon was uh, doing terrible things. To these kids. What is that happening? Is uh, Stanford his nephews like they were like yo, you took part in these killings, you need to be on trial too. But then like his lawyer or somebody was like, well, he was forced to do this. Like he didn't have a choice. So he Stanford got to gets away. I don't say get away, but he gets to like live a life as much as Wesley could, considering what he had to go through. Um, he was a victim. He was a victim. He's, he's yeah, like, absolutely. he's probably like, he's if you don't to do, do this, this, I'm going to kill you. And I think pretty sure that's what, what, what happened. So they, Gordon and his mom go to prison. Uh, while Gordon is prison, though, Christine communicated with him, Walter's mom, yeah. through telegrams, and apparently one time in person. It's like she went to go visit in person. So apparently in the telegrams, he was like, Yes, I did kill your son. Again, he's saying you now he, he killed he killed killed Walter. He's like, well, I want to talk to you in person. Tell me what what you did, like why you did it. Like, okay, come visit me. And apparently, when she went to go see him in person, he's like, I didn't actually kill your son. Okay. All right. Well, all right. What's his name? Gordon. All right, Gordy. <laughs> I mean, if you're in prison, you're probably just bored. Yeah. You know, you just got to be a jerk to be a jerk. Uh, so February 1929, Gordon Rothkopf is convicted of murder, but not Walters, because there's no evidence that he did. Uh, he's sentenced to death by hanging. Apparently, right before the hanging, he's saying he was innocent of murdering Walter. And then I saw something. I didn't, I, I, I couldn't remember where I saw it. And I also don't remember what the site was. So I don't know if this is true. But apparently, his hanging took 13 minutes. Because they messed something up. So the dude like, was hanging for Seems 13 like minutes. Seems like that's a story with a lot of those famous hangings. Right. Someone didn't tie something right. Walter was on there like trying to push her back. No, she's okay. <laughs> uh, his mother, Sarah, Gordon's mother, Sarah, was sent to life in prison after claiming she eventually did claim that she was a sole killer of Walter. What? But again, there's no evidence. Right. There's no so evidence linking it back. Just, yeah. just can't so, say that. Again, they, they, you said earlier, there was no DNA, even though they found hair on the axe and the axe was bloody. You couldn't actually like link any DNA I if they can go back to that. What's up? I wonder if they can go back and do it now. Like you, know, you always hear stories about that. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure we get. Remember, it. We'll look that. I think up. we can talk about the Jack Ripper episode. Um, again, yeah, they the, did that in Jack Ripper. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's in part one or being part. Or well, well, they both would have been out by now. Yeah. Uh, so again, there's no, nothing linking back to Walter being there. The mother admits it. 
Some people were saying that she admitted it to protect her son, but why would you do that? Apparently, they had like an incestuous relationship, the two of them. Apparently, he was like sexually abused by his father. So there's a lot of weird like mental, psychological things going on. These people. It's hard to trust these people. Yes. And Christine, even despite everything that happened, she still believed that her son was alive out there somewhere up until when she died in 1960. That's it. Christine Collins. died. Christine Collins, 1964, she died. Still believing her son was alive. Okay. So what are the theories? Not that he was dead. He was still alive. So there are some... She, she, she apparently seems like she didn't think like they actually killed her son. She just thinks that he was still alive or that he was killed by someone else. Still alive. What? That, that's it, man. We don't have like... There's not like... We are. I mean, we kind of already went over. Yeah. Yeah. There's not like I know a lot of times we'll have like a list of like yeah, this yeah. is what happened, but like. So what do you think happened to, to old Walter? You think he's listening to us right now? <laughs> I feel like he would have been dead by now. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he might uh, be. Yeah. Because if he's he was probably born in nineteen twenty. Hundred years old, over hundred years old. <laughs> Good weather in California, though. Yeah, I, you know, the fact that the, apparently the, the, those two boys that were that they identified were like not very far away from where Walter lived. I think it's like thirty miles. But people, like you said, people are always disappearing. Yeah, children are always disappearing. Apparently, like it, he's. Uh, Gordon was confirmed to have killed three kids, possibly 10, but some people are like, maybe he killed 20 because he threw out some other names of kids. One of the articles I was reading, they can't be linked back to him. There's no proof. Yeah. To but, say conclusively who it was. Again, he, I know he changed his mind a few times, but like as he's being hung, apparently he's like, I didn't kill Walter. But then it, would he also say like, I didn't kill Walter or Jeremy or Billy? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't kill any of these people. So why are you hanging me? Was it more of like a. No, he like he admitted to killing those other kids, I think. But that's because like he was like they found his kids personal effects there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the other his nephew. Mm -hmm. What was his name? Stanford. Sorry. Stanford. Stanford. So Stanford, Stanford, he said that. Walter was there. He he knew Walter. And apparently he and uncle's mom hit Walter in the head with an axe. Like kill him. Stanford's like, yeah, he's like, he, Stanford took part in killing Walter. Some things I saw. Okay. So what do you place the likelihood of that they killed Walter? So Stanford admitted to it. The other two didn't, but they also did. The NASA didn't like, right. They also may have killed so many kids. They're not sure who anybody's name sure, was. Yeah. Like, how do they know that was like, they probably picked up a kid. There's all these other kids going missing. How do they keep, they have a log, you know, like. It's not like they had like a, you know, their app on their phone, the notes app being like, all right, they got this kid. Yeah. Well, this kid's us. We got yeah. like, they weren't keeping track of it. They were just murdering kids. So I wonder, I want to, I, w- I would like to know, I, I, there obviously is no answer to this, but like, was it the fact that they killed so many kids? They weren't really sure who was. I mean, maybe. Were they just saying, because this was the biggest guy around that we got to say that we did so that people, you know, want to give us a book deal, you know, that type of thing. Like, it's Stanford. He is, you know, he is. 
you are in California in LA, you're like, you know, maybe everyone wants to be a star out there. Like, Hey, I did these murders. You want my yeah, story? Pay me some money. So crazy. Maybe they're just, they killed so many kids. I'm not even <clears throat> sure who was there. Like probably we probably did it. So there is, um, what's the distance between Walter's home and like the wine or play, whatever. 46 miles, 46 miles. Mm. Miles. Yeah. So like I mentioned like that town ends up in 1930 ends up changing the name because they like, Became so synonymous. That town became so synonymous with the Winefield Chicken Coop murders, is what it ends up being called. Okay. So they have changed the name to like distance themselves from that. So it was like a big thing back then to like, guy did these horrible things to the kids and then murdered them. And Walter Collins might have been a part of that. So this town was just like, we need to distance ourselves from this whole thing. So Collins, Walter Collins may have been there. Yep. I mean, they have no. It seems like they would have at least found clothing, unless they just so burned his body. I did okay. I did see some things where they they they, they did burn bodies or okay. burn things, according to Stanford. And one of this one newspaper I got found, I think. Why would uh, they use that other stuff though? If they're just burning bodies, they would just probably burn all of them. Right. This is in 1928, December 4th. Uh, I think this is a newspaper from Washington D.C. They have a quote. I'm assuming from you know another reporter who went there talking to. Walter, or maybe it was when he's on trial. Um, Walter? No, it's talking, sorry, talking to Gordon Northcott. Yeah. He says, I killed Walter Collins, Louis Winslow, Louis, Alvin Gathea, boy named Richard, and another boy whose name I never knew. I killed Walter Collins because I was afraid he would get away from me and I never would have stood it. I kept Walter Collins' body in the house for three days. I just couldn't stand the thought of bury, burying him. Finally, Sanford and myself dug a grave and put the darling boy in it. I cried. We piled on the dirt. Did they ever dig up around his house? And stuff? Oh, yeah. There's like... Excavations of there's like There's a picture I saw where like everything's pinned of like where they found body parts. Because, again, there's no full like body found. There's all just like leg. And, and they can... Did they, were they able to... Tr- <clears throat> was they able to say, this is this kid, this is this kid? Or did they ever find unknowns? Yes. Okay. So I there was. So, so the, the one was Alvin Gathea. That was one that was, he was headless. Yeah. They found, either the head was found there or the body was found there. And the other part was found like in LA, around LA itself. Wait, his, he had body parts. Wait, he had body parts just like. Strewn about. Yeah. Like there were like duh in like part of graves or, or in the or part of graves or in a chicken part of the chicken coop. So I can't remember how it goes. Why was, why was part of his body in LA? Uh, that's what I understand. So he claims to have killed this one kid, uh, uh, Alvin Gathea. Is either, I can't remember, but please forgive me. Either they found a torso of a body of a young kid and found the head. Somewhere around LA, or was vice versa. Like the torso was found over here, but they found the head over here. But I think it was the torso was found at this farm. So they kind of linked that murder to him. Okay. But again, this is a paper. Like he says, like I did it. But then, as he's being hung two years later, almost two years later, like I didn't do it. But what was that misquoted? Because he might have been saying, I didn't do any of these murders. Like, was he just saying, I'm innocent. I never killed Walter. I never killed this guy. I never killed that guy. He just said, said right here, I killed Walter Collins, Louis Winslow, Alvin, 
Elvin Garcia, that's a boy who was headless. Boy named Richard, which I couldn't find anything else about, and another boy whose name I never knew. So five kids. Mm-hmm. And he... Then he said he didn't kill any of those kids, right? You said or just, he just didn't kill Walter. Didn't, didn't kill Walter. But I wonder if that's because they were able to link these other right. kids to it's him undeniable. because they're like, here's personal possessions. That, like the parents are like, yes, that's definitely his. So you're saying that you think this was... Do you think he killed Walter? Gordon killed Walter? I don't know. Yes, I do. I don't think, and I, and unfortunately, like I don't want to believe that that this his poor nephew had to take part in this stuff. His nephew was even like, yeah, I, I had to swing an axe because they're like, we have his uncle made him do it, like help take part in killing this kid. Happy holidays, everybody! Mm, Ringling ding. <laughs> Jingle bell all the way. Um, uh, so, uh, going back to the story of Walter, he went to a movie. Yes. Or did his mom accidentally knock him down the steps? He died, and she's like, "Oh, he got <laughs> he, he went to a movie, like tossed, flicked yeah. a dime at him. Like, there's a dime. I took him. You know, and went. It just seems crazy. Like, did they fault? Did they know he went? To, was there people that saw him at the movie? Not that I know of. He apparently went alone. From my, from I understand. Like the neighbors saw and him like walked the, on the street. I mean, the police officer giving this guy sounds like a huge, terrible person. Was like. No investigation just, was done. You're just a bad mother. Maybe you're just a bad mother. He left because he, because you sucked that mother. Not, not by no means am I agreeing. Like that's the case. But like, what if, what if she just was like not? I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. By no means I'm saying this woman was a terrible person. But like, what if she was just like a, a bad parent? Was like, and he ran away. Sure, yeah, go to go to the movies by yourself, and something unfortunate happened, or like he ran away. And he never wanted to be found because he didn't want to be taken back to her. But at yeah. some point, he would have came back. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a nine-year-old kid, I would imagine, right? Or. He's like, this is a terrible idea. Why run away from home? Or. He he did run away from home. And he never wanted to go back because he didn't want to be taken back to her. But at this point, he would have came back up. Yeah. I just, I just think that. Where he ran away and was abducted. Yeah. And he had a combination. And he had found this, you know, the called nine boys slain on murder farm. Well, I, so if we were looking at this, I know it's not as, as fun. Cause like a lot of times we get like theories, right? But this is like, no, I mean, it's, big, there's a lot of, deal there's the a lot of theories cause it could have been literally anything that all those, it, it could have been so many different things. He could have disappeared. Yeah. He could have fell in the ocean. <laughs> he could have been hit by a car and the guy was like, Oh crap, threw him in the back of the car and dumped him. In the, like yeah. there's so many things that could happen to a nine year old kid, especially in a day where there's no cameras anywhere. Like, I guess if he was hit by a car, been a car going like five miles an hour, I'd be like, "Oh, sorry, chap," you know, just bumped him a little bit. Sorry for you. Um, he could run over by a horse, you know, that type of thing. He could have, he could have went to that movie and fell through a a flap in space and like ended up in another dimension. It could be all of those. And that dimension, you know, like or, he could, you know, a ghost ship, alien abduction. Yeah, like the normal, the norms. Yeah. Yeah. The, he could have been abducted. It's LA. He could have been. That's that's how we got. Um, who's the guy that's always running the movies? I was running the movies. Yeah. You know, Mission Impossible guy. Oh, Tom Cruise. It's going to be Tom. This is a little hot Tommy Cruise. 
<laughs> you know, we don't, we don't know. I mean, it seems to never age. So it's probably him. Um, I think he, I, I think he was abducted and, and murdered and buried somewhere. I don't necessarily think that Gordon did it. I think that was a good fall guy. Yeah. Um, I also forgot about this part. There's a quote. I'll paraphrase it, but it seems like Gordon was much, or sorry, Sanford, the 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 fifteen year old boy, Gordon's nephew, was much more willing to do some of the murdering, according to Gordon. So there's a quote saying, uh, then one day Sanford said he thought he better kill Nelson. That's one of the, the two boys. The brothers. Because the kid was getting fretful. I certainly did not discourage him. Didn't help him either. But I did help Sanford bury him. But you see, he's implying that like Sanford took more of an active role. Active in this. role it wasn't, in this he thing. wasn't the victim at all yeah. time. They just have these kids tied up like these kids were all just tied up. Yes, so and then like in the chicken coop. But again, you're 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 basing this out. You're trusting this yeah. man who's done horrible things. That like literally the 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 only three people that could. It seems like it's too. It could have been this guy, or it could have been thirty other guys at this point, thirty other people doing this at this point. Like, there's so many other murderers that we don't know about. I mean, what's this? What's like the statistic is like there's 20 some serial murders at any given time uh, active yeah, in the United yeah, States, just, like some crazy number it's, in it's the world terrifying. or something. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that type of thing. Like it could have been even more back then. We don't know. Yeah. That's the ones they know about. So it wasn't, when was the black dolly? Wasn't it around, not around like shortly after this, like forties or something like that. Look, man, I don't know. Look, the man. Black, the Black Dahlia. Let's talk about I cereal. can't even tell you why they named it that. Is that Jack the Ripper? Sure. Yep. I have no clue. Jackie so R. You're right. So true crime serial, like, like serial murders, that stuff never really interests me. I don't know why. Mm. It seems like but here we that are. cop procedural type of thing, like like that type of show, like that seems to be super popular. True crime. Like I like I like to listen to it a little bit here mm. and there, but I get bored of it. Like I get, it makes me depressed. Like, you ever watch like, Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. After a while, like I like, like to watch this stuff. Or, like, not frequently, but after a while, I'm like, I can only take an hour. And I'm like, I got, I can't keep listening to this or watching this. Like I tried this to show, like it's too. I tried dark. I, I really like that show. Uh, it was it was on like A and E or not A and E. It was on um like ID Discovery. You know, Investigates Discovery. It's like a Discovery Channel. I don't know if it's around anymore, but there was a. I think it's on Hulu or Netflix. It's like a detective who was like one of the most you know, one of the biggest. Famous detectives, and he for Sherlock murders. Holmes? No, it's like murderers modern day. Mm-hmm. I don't know when no Sherlock Holmes was available. Be real. No, but Jack the Ripper, Roman Jack the Ripper time, Victorian. Okay, so Sherlock Holmes was a book by the Alice in Wonderland guy who murdered that murder people. Judy Garland. <laughs> yeah, Oliver Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist. Yeah. Was, was Sherlock Holmes? Guy? I was like, please, um, I have some. Yeah, was, you're right. That was him. So, <laughs> Um. Yeah. It, there was so there's a detective guy. He has a show. It's like multiple seasons of it, and he's like no, he's like solved like a ton of murders, serial all kind of stuff. You like I like I like liked him, and like the way he 
solved these things, these mysteries. But then you're like, yeah, it's like you watch like two episodes and you're like, nah, I need to like, it's a lot. You need to go a pal- for a walk. Palate cleanser after some stuff like that, man. Yeah. Some of the stuff like dealing, like imagine like, that's why I've been sticking to a lot of the, <laughs> like non murder. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fine, man. Yeah. No, I, I totally, I totally understand it. I just, I just can't believe like, I couldn't imagine being like a detective and like seeing this stuff. And I, I mean, it's cool to like, I also thought it'd be cool to be like a detective. I like solve the, yeah. like to actually bring closure to yeah. so, get the bad guy. Right. Right. You want to do that, but you don't want to deal with the other but stuff. But the amount of stuff you have to see. Yeah. And like, like figure out. Dealing with like, you know, obviously. I'd imagine you're going to do it, but it still has to destroy you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So on that happy <laughs> holiday note. <laughs> Santa Claus. Tell your loved murdered, ones you love them. <laughs> maybe Santa Claus murdered Mr. There you uh, go. Mr. Walter Collins. Walter, Wally Collins. He was yeah. a bad boy. What happens if you don't listen to your mother? Yep. He took that. Maybe he stole the dime from her. He took the dime and he went and spent it on jazz cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they call it? I don't know. Yeah. I just heard that somewhere. <laughs> okay. You know, that's why Santa came and reaped yeah, yeah. what he sued. So. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, this, is, this is a bad show. I don't know. We're bad at this. We're not solving. We can't be terrible detectives. I still think it's funny. You're like, I was, I was, well, I was born in 1900, but uh, we're yeah. live jazz cigarettes. Yeah. 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 I got a lot of. Got that's a lot that's of. a nickname for him. So, Walter Collins, Mrs. Collins, we're sorry for your loss. Mm hmm. We hope maybe Walter's out there, his kids are out there, and be like, "Yeah, that's us." Um, hopefully, he lived. He's he didn't die. Wasn't murdered. He's out there somewhere, or I mean, if he's out there somewhere. He's doing great. But in any case, Jordan, thank you for your in depth investigation for making me feel sad about the, the world, making me realize I was born in the 1900 era. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you for um, listening to us. If you if you liked what you heard and you want to try to help us out, please, please, please subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on you on your podcast platform of choice and go ahead and leave us a comment. Send us an email. Connect with us on our social media, uh, Facebook, threads, Instagram, at Mysterious Pals, Twitter, whatever, at underscore Mysterious Pals or at Mysterious underscore Pals. Websites, MysteriousPals.com. It links to everything. Emails mysteriouspalsonline.gmail.com. Right now, again, if you go to mysteriouspals.com, it's there. So, uh, something you want to add? I don't know. After like this, this depressing thing, I feel like I need a jazz cigarette to relax myself. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know if that's like, is that just the guitar? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they what that actually is. Yeah, just strum on the guitar. Yeah. For all I know, it was just like. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how math works. It's a magnets. How do they work? Yeah. Well, again, thank you for being here, Jordan. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Ben. And we will see you next week for the next mystery. As always, stay mysterious. Thank you and good night. <laughs>